Father, we come to you tonight, today, this morning. We come to you asking you to bring your presence in. Bring your presence in. Mama. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Bring your presence in. In Jesus' name. Father, we ask you right now to come before this message tonight, Father. Today, Father. That you have your way. That the Holy Spirit shows us what is needed in this message, Father. To articulate and to comprehend your word. Wonderful Father, thank you Father. Good day everybody, good day, good day. Hope everyone has had a great day in Jesus. Whether we're catching you in the morning time, when you're getting up, stretching out, have a little bit of coffee, a little breakfast, getting prepared for a long day of work, errands, or activities. Or we're catching you halfway through your day when you went through some trials, tribulations, blessings, understandings, gain a little knowledge, but overall trying to get through that, that midday madness. Or we're catching you at nighttime. When you're resting and having dinner with your family, spending quality time, and just winding down from a long day of whatever you have been up to. However, we're catching you today, you are now tuned into the Blue Book, presented to you by Seabrip Ministries. See restoration in progress, inspirational messages to bring, and gems to bring. For everyday life. Of your host, your boy Blue, get unified. Oh, there's no limit to it, Father. There's no limit to it. There's no limit to it. There really is. People are just doing stuff out of this world. What happens when you don't have an anchor? You don't have anything in your life that's sustainable. You do things that are just not of conscience. You do things that just, you look back at it and think, what was I thinking when I did that? Yeah, you weren't. That's the problem. You weren't thinking. And what happens is, is you end up doing a lot of things that are just needless. 
sad thing about it is, is not every, not all the time do you get a second shot at doing something. So if you do, take full advantage of it. That's what I say. But we're gonna do what we do about this time. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, and for the Savior for whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again, with life, liberty, to all those who believe. Fantastic. I really don't know how to label this message today. Uh, I think I'm going to go with dead and alive. Because no matter how you cut it in this thing, it's either you brings a death or brings you alive. Think is how I'm going to do it. Okay, so when you're in the Word, get the Word out, whether it's on the computer or electronic device, or you have the Word itself, which right here is the God-inspired Word. Man wrote it, God inspired it, Holy Spirit lives inside of it. It's live, because the Holy Spirit makes it alive. Oh, I love that Holy Spirit. Can't get enough of it. So, if you got your word, however you do it, electronically or the book, go to the first book of Samuel. First book of Samuel. It's in the Old Testament. First book of Samuel. And you're going to want to go to the second chapter. First Samuel, second chapter. And you're going to want to go to the sixth verse six and seven okay in the amplified version is very short in other versions it's a lot more wordy so we're going to start in the amplified okay so first samuel two six and seven that's how it goes again first samuel Chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. Okay. The Lord slays and makes alive. He brings down to Shalom and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and he lifts up. So the Lord can do whatever he wants to do when he wants to do it. Okay. Uh, the NIV version says the Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? Well, he can do either or. He does, he does, does, does both. So, you tell me. What does that mean? He brings death and makes life. Well, you've seen him bring death. Obviously, the ark is one example of that. You have to understand there are other stories in the Bible that death has becometh, whether it's a necessary murder or a death of some king or people. The Lord does what he wills, does what he wilt, and he makes alive rises people from the dead 
changes your spirit, makes you alive. You understand something. Just because you're not physically dead doesn't mean that you're dead inside. Okay? If he brings death, okay, if he brings death, There is, there is a certain type of, of of mode that goes with that. Things have to happen. Certain deaths are necessary. Not not always popular but they have to happen. Is God involved with every death that happens to mankind? No. But he is the God of the universe. He knows it's gonna happen. There are certain things that have to happen in life. It's called a circle of life, okay? And yes, we can dip into this scripture in many different directions, obviously. But this is for this purpose of, the, of, of today's message. Death and life. Brings death, makes life. Okay? He brings down to the grave and rises up. Sometimes you got to go down to the bottom to be risen up, don't you? If God allows you to do something, is he making you? He brings it down. Sometimes God has to humble you. Sometimes he has to pull you down to humble you. Do I know what situation specifically? No. What I do know is that sometimes God will go, whoop! Bring you down to the grave so you can see what life is like there because you get too you get you get too much uh too much ego. And he does it in different ways. See, just because this is bring down to the grave and rise up doesn't mean it's always have to be inside an actual six foot coffin in the ground. Here we go off the Holy Spirit interpretation. Brings down to the grave and rises up. He'll have to take you down sometimes for you to see reality and for you to learn something to rise you back up again. Just like brings death, makes alive. Brings down to the grave, rises up. Just because it's literal doesn't mean it's right. Gotta be interpreted. The Lord brings death and makes alive. He was a bringer of death as well. But the holy version... He doesn't do it evilly. He does it in a different way. God is a loving God. He only brings death when, it, when it's necessary. Just like when he makes alive. He makes you alive. He brings you alive. Brings death that brings you down to the grave and rises you up. Makes you makes you get humble and then when you're ready, he, he exalts you. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. Your health. Maybe even monetary blessings. 
you're wealthy when you have your heart in line. Your health is good. Your mind is clean. You're following the promise. But he'll also sense poverty. He'll also let you go down. Oh, you want to listen to me? Go ahead. See, one thing you must understand is when you're born of the water, God is always going to be with you. He's always going to be right there. It's not like he's leaving anywhere. And before you know who Jesus is, mainstream media calls it a conscience. The worldly version of God's voice is called a conscience. That's why when you hear a conscience rapper, it's always a motivational wisdom or spiritual uh, wording or stories because it's conscience. Okay? So before you're saved, it's called a conscious voice. After you're saved, and once you have Jesus in your heart, you realize it's actually God speaking to you. Holy Spirit guide you. Jesus served two purposes on earth. To die for our sins so we have a chance to heaven and to show an example how to live life the right way. With kindness in your heart, putting your life down for your fellow man, and, 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 and helping widows and orphans. That's what Jesus' role was. He had to die and give his life in order for, to break the, the, the sting of death to those who believe. God is the one that blesses, takes away, brings, kicks, all this... God's in charge of all that. Holy Spirit directs you. I love the Holy Spirit. It, it, when it consumes you, it's a weightless feeling. It's like nothing is on you. Like so many things that, that, that weigh on me to my life. And the Holy Spirit, every time I do that, guys, I speak in glossolalia. Boom, it goes. Gone. Glossolalia. Boom. Gone. Boom. Gone. It's just, I mean, I do worry sometimes. It's human. But I know that all I gotta do is pray. I pray a lot. I pray a lot during the day. Especially by myself, I get I'm always praying. Praying all the time. As much as I can. Especially when I'm alone. Oh. I get my joggles numb. I do a couple of thank yous and right back at it again. You have to understand that he humbles and he exalts. So basically, all three are, all four, are pretty much the same thing: brings death, brings down, sends poverty, humbles. Four, pretty much four ways of saying the same thing: death, grave, poverty, humble. Humble is like when you have to, you get a big old piece of that humble pie. Like you're not the greatest thing on the earth. You're actually a, you're actually a dry. You're actually a little pebble in the big old forest. And then he exalts. You do right. You follow the promise. He'll put you up here, if you're doing his will. If you do God's will. Now, if you don't, if you're not in God's will, and you're not, I mean, in God's promise, and you exalted because the world exalts you, you become a friend of the world. 
The Lord slays and makes alive. He brings down the shadow and rises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and he lifts up. Lord's in control of this when you're in the promise. I say walking in the promise or Christian walking, living in your calling. There's a lot of dead people in this world, spiritually. They even go to church and they're spiritually dead. You got a lot of false prophets out there. A lot of them big evas. Watching a video today of Pastor Locke, Tennessee. And he's talking about how we have the biggest, one of the biggest problems in American history is, is um, a lot of fake prophets out there. I can't, I, can't, I can't agree more. We have a lot of frameworking going on, and I made that very clear on my social media. You live your life the way you live it. I'm not one to tell you. It's not my rules. I, however, you framework scripture for your own agenda. Or you framework scripture for whatever reasons. I'm misquoting it. Not Holy Spirit led. Or if you try to, to, to eliminate my right to worship. Because honestly, I really don't care what you believe. You can believe in Satan. You can believe in nothing. I don't care what you believe, what you worship. I will fight like hell for you to keep it. Is that right? Because it affects me as well. A lot of dead people in this, in this world who need a revival, need some Jesus, who are laying in their grave. God will let you be there. He ain't gonna move you because it's up to you to move. It's up to you to catch the the the, 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 the sun, the little light coming out. You have willpower. It's really, what it is. Everyone has a role, regardless if you're up here or down here. Problem is, is that when you get up here, it doesn't mean you're wealthy with finances. It means that you're wealthy in the Lord. You have grace. And God never once in his word says that you're going to be a wealthy person, have all kinds of money or anything. He just says that you're going to be blessed. You know, open the floodgates of heaven. You have room to receive. Are you spiritually dead? spiritually in a very bad horrible spot and ask yourself that question uh, you feel like your life is in the grave you feel like you're about to just close the door on the whole thing and call it a life are you in poverty Do you, are you basically Using a using a burner phone and you're just moving around town trying to find your next couple cents. You want 
to be alive. You want to rise up. You want to have wealth. Before that happens, you got to be humble. Seek God and all His righteousness. And then He'll exalt. That's how this works. God did bless no matter what I was going through. But His blessings are going to be so much more valuable to me now because I walk in His promise daily. You got to ask yourself this question Brings death, makes alive. Do you have death in your life? Do you Are you feeling like you're in the grave? Do you have poverty in your finances? Humble yourself. Humble yourself before God. If you feel like you're in death, you feel like you're in the grave, and you and you feel like you're in your you're in poverty of some sort, humble yourself to God. He wants to bring you to life. He wants to rise you up, and he wants to give you the wealth of the Spirit. What you're hearing right now is the the, the interpretation that the Holy Spirit wants you to have in this message can we take this message several different directions you're absolutely right a theologian can get in this thing and he can rip it 15 ways from Sunday and give you like a one week course on this whole on this scripture of course but that's not what we're doing here we are giving you the bare essentials that you feel death you feel like you're in a grave or you feel like you're, you're in poverty humble yourself because he wants to make you alive raise you up give you wealth and exalt you That's the Holy Spirit. That's the interpretation of the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna tell you right now. When I opened, I had no idea where I was gonna go with this. I even told you I don't want to call this. I do not know where I want to go with this, and it wasn't my agenda. I did not read it. I did not study it. I didn't frame it. I just went right to it. I was like, okay, God, you're gonna have to open the door on this one. I really don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm like, I'm like, how am I gonna explain this? God says. If they feel like they're in death, they feel like they're in a the grave, if they feel like they have poverty, tell them to humble themselves, become I'm, I'm gonna raise, I'm gonna make them alive, raise them up, give them wealth, and exalt them. But you have to humble yourself. But even if you have that high wealth of of the of the world worldly wealth, you still feel like you're in the grave. Because wealth is nothing but a mask. Money is a mask. Saying, here, this is what I look like when I have when, when I have something that the world's given me. I'm telling you right now, this is the Holy Spirit speaking right now through me right now. I can recognize it because I know how you feel. I feel when He's talking to me. He says, if you if you have death in your life, if you feel like you're in the grave, you feel like you're in poverty, humble yourself so I can bring you back, bring you alive, raise you up. Give you the wealth of the of, of the of the wicked and exalt you in my kingdom. All three of those, death, grave, and poverty, are you can be in poverty and have all the money. Someone stop me. Someone stop me now. Shut the front door right now. Get the heck out of here with that. Seriously. You can be in poverty and have all the money in the world. 
Because poverty is lack of something. It doesn't mean lack of money necessarily. It's a lack of something. Like the whole tithe thing, how that worked out, the whole tithe thing, you know, spraying it to the storehouse and no one really has had a, a, a solid answer of what the storehouse is. They think it's a church because that's what the framework is, is a church. But no one's actually came up with some kind of logical answer to what the storehouse is. Storehouse is where you store a, a place where you store stuff. Duh. Right? But you can be in poverty and have all the money in the world. Because that money doesn't make you. It just shields you. Like this. I have the money, but you can't see me. You can feel like you're in the grave. Have all the money in the world. You can feel like you're you're you're, you're at death's door. You can have all the money in the world. Look at the celebrities who commit suicide. They have all the money in the world. Still at death. Still at the grave. And then whatever they leave, it really doesn't mean anything because they all go so their family goes back to poverty. If you have death, if you're in the grave and you're in poverty, humble yourself so he can bring you back to life. He can rise you up. He can give you the wealth that you that that, that that you that you are entitled to, and exalt you to a new level. But how do I do that? Humble yourself. You are not what you think you are. You are what God says you are. God tells you what you are, and if you walk in the promise. Christian walk in the promise. Listen to your God voice. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. See, this is the thing. Your God voice tells you things. The Holy Spirit nudges you. Shows you the way. See? Good example. Here's an example. Okay? The God is God is a street light. Green, yellow. Green, yellow. Green, yellow, red. Green, yellow, red. That's God. The Holy Spirit are the lines on the concrete, on the street, that show you. Okay, this way, that way, this way, that way. Where's Jesus? Driving it. Driving it. So, God is telling you, yes, no, green, yellow, red, green, yellow, red. Holy Spirit is giving you lines. Showing you the path, guiding you. And Jesus is right there steering the steering wheel. Teaching you life, wisdom, knowledge, and gems. If you feel like you're in death, and you feel like you're in the grave, and you feel like you're in poverty, or you are of all three of those, and you know you are, humble yourself out of your ego so he can make you, bring you back to life, raise you up, he can give you the wealth that you desire, that he wants you to have, and then he can exalt you. Brings death, makes alive. Brings death, makes alive. You have to kill your ego, you, your pride, your mask has to come off has to come off for God to work with you the way he wants to work with you 
Not the way you want him to work with you. This isn't your show. This is God's show. You're just trying to find where you fit in that show. It's like a baseball game. You're trying to find a position in where you're going to be most effective. Football game, soccer game, hockey game, whatever game, basketball, whatever the game is. He is trying to find the right spot for you. He knows where you're going to go. He's waiting for you to figure it out because according to what you he tells you and you follow, it's going to work out that way. If you feel like you're in the grave, you feel like you're if you feel like you're got death, you feel like you get the grave, feel like you're in poverty, humble yourself so you can make you alive, rise you up, give you heavenly wealth and exalt you. Everything about humbling is accountability. Humble. Take it down. Account for what you've done. Get the forgiveness. Ask God into your heart. Jesus in your heart. And then he brings you alive. He rises you up out of your depression, your death. He gives you the blessings that you are that he wants you to have, and then he exalts you according to your character, your riches at Christ's expense. Christ's God's riches at Christ's expense. It is a very hard walk because it's not your walk. You have no control in this walk. Yes, you go to work daily. Yes, you take care of your family. Yes, you got to take care of your home. Yes, you got to take care of your car. He is in everything. He is helping you in every axis. But he's also get guiding you to the path in which what he wants you to do so he can bring you back to life. He can rise you up. He can give you the wealth. And he can exalt you. The Lord slays and makes alive, brings down to alone and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and he lifts up. First Samuel 2.6 My suggestion Because I happen to be one of those in the promise. I happen to be one of those who are walking my walk. It's been a very difficult walk at times. And I not wanted to walk at times. But I do walk. Because I want my heavenly rewards. And I love Jesus. And I really love the Holy Spirit. The anointing breaks the yoke. Remember that. What does that mean? yoke ah, the yoke is that slimy substance that is caked on you with whatever you're dealing with I, I like to call spiritual warfare a little piranhas biting you in the ribs and the chest and the legs and it's hanging on to you these little piranhas okay to just give you all kinds of just pain and make you do things that you just don't want to do because they're hurting you. And it's, it's, it's point of pressure. The yoke. Like the Lord says, my, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. light. Yoke is the feel force in which your demons are biting you on. The force. Force. Okay? Force. So the yoke 
is that force. You got depression, the yoke of the depression is how hard, how hard it's ticking to you, how, how much is grabbing on you. The anointing, which the oil enhances, the anointing is the God on you. And the God on you breaks that hold off you. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> when you're anointed, you're going to do the same thing. But when you have the oil, it helps put a little bit more gusto on that thing to take it off. So the yoke is the force in which it's holding on to you. And the anointing breaks it. And you're anointed. And you have the power. You can just... Will they come back? Possible. You're just taking them off. You're not killing them. You're throwing them off. Evil cannot be killed. <clears throat> Evil can be removed. But you have to fill it up. So if you pray a demon off or out of you, off you, you gotta. Will it come back? Probably. Because you're familiar. You won't notice it. But you like, put that before. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. I'm a little depressed today. I'm a little upset. A little, little piranha right there, a little depression piranha right there, just biting you. Oh, this thing again. All right, the anointing breaks the yoke. Oh, my Jesus. Oh, my, 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 my. Boom. Throw it off. Okay, a little bit of oil. All right, go walk around. What do I feel sad for? Why do I feel so sad? So unworthy. Un, 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 it's not a real. That thing right there, bit biting you on the side. The, 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 the demonic spirit of oppression and the depression. Get this thing off me. The only thing breaks you up. Boom! Get it off. Throw it off. Patch it again. You'll deal with this throughout your entire life. The different addictions and different attitudes and different sinful natures that come to your smoking drinking sex hate greed vanity like grabbing onto you and just holding on and you got all this stuff on you and you're just like God I need you when you go to the altar and you get deliverance pop, 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 pop. the minister is like putting hands on you and like Praying the stuff off you, and you're like, Yes, I want this off me. And then, if done right, the Holy Ghost just encompasses you, and you're like, Whoa, this is great stuff. The Holy Spirit has showed up, and you just get overtaken by the Holy Spirit, and it just removes everything off you and encompasses you with holiness. You leave like, Yeah, man, I feel great. I feel Right. Problem is, is that once that, once you go back to your normal routine, it slowly dissipates because you're not focused on it, you're not reading it, you're not feeding it. So you, it slowly goes away, and all of a sudden, back again, back again. Consistency and accountability are crucial in the walk of the Lord. Accountable, I'm sorry for what I've done. Consistency, I'm going to always read. I'm going to always get in the Word. I'm always going to feed my spirit. 
these things become nothing to you. Like, okay, fine, bye. Okay, fine, bye. Um, this thing, yeah, not a big deal. The anointing breaks the yoke. The look, the that the bite isn't so snug anymore because you're anointed. You have God. Like easy, easy. Like like instead of being like this, like this, just laying there. Back off. Get my analogy. Good. If you feel death, if you're in the grave, and if you have the heart, feel poverty. Humble yourself, because he wants to bring you alive, raise you up. He wants to give you the heavenly wealth, and he wants to exalt you. Hallelujah. Very good. Very good. Very good word. Holy Spirit showed up. Fantastic. This here is the oil. This is what breaks the yoke. The anointed oil puts that much more power in your hands it only works if you're a believer not the person getting it the person administering it you gotta have that because when you have that it helps you it brings you to that point where your spirit is enlightened and that's what matters the enlightenment okay so anyhow check out the station unity radio umolv.com you'll like it 24 hour urban music fantastic stuff nothing better commercial free all day okay and remember if you feel that humble it so god can do what he's going to do with you okay need prayer need comments need questions anything like that hit us up on email 8lu8ok at gmail.com it'll be in the archive hit us up we're all we're always looking at emails always looking at things always answering stuff okay fear respect God follow Jesus and let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river until next time <laughs> until next time and until next time Jesus strong yeah, man. drop to the sofa with never stop never quit never drop until he is finished never stop never quit never drop till it's over with never stop never quit never drop until he is finished yeah. 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 that was it right